Hello and welcome to Fight with Honor. I'm your host, Honor Valencia, and today we'll be talking to Sabina Mazo. She's a flyweight in the UFC, and we talked about uh, her coming to America from Colombia for her fighting career. We also got into uh, what she probably would be doing if she wasn't fighting, uh, what her choices were when she was studying, and what she was looking to get into. That was very interesting to talk to her about that. We also got into who and how she got into fighting, what it's like for her to cut weight. And I was really impressed with her mindset, especially for a 22-year-old. Um, she was very mature. She was very um, sure of what she wanted and what she was saying. And that was really impressive. She also got into what it feels like after her fights, the emotions that she goes through. And I was really surprised to hear what she had to say. So I'm hoping you guys are going to enjoy the conversation as well. But first, I would like to thank our sponsors, CBD Spectra. They offer amazing CBD patches with 96 hours of relief, 60 milligrams of CBD, organic ingredients, essential oils, third-party tested, and the patches are waterproof, which is a big plus. Make sure to check them out on Instagram at CBD Spectra or visit www.spectra.com. That's S-P-E-C-K-T-R-A dot com. And use discount code HONOR15 to get 15% off your purchases. We are also brought to you by Plantronics, offering high-quality headphones and earbuds. I actually use them when I'm working out, and I love them. They're very well made. They're comfortable. I use the BackBeat Fit 3100s. They're sweat-proof and waterproof. And that's great right now because I'm on my cardio kick doing tons of cardio and I've gone through so many headphones before um, that just stopped working. I've had these for a while now and they're still working great. Easy to connect as soon as I get to the gym. So I really recommend you check them out on Instagram at Plantronics or go to www.plantronics.com. All right, here we go. Here's Sabina Mazel. So what's going on? Pretty good. Raining, recovering, and uh, but everything is great. What's... Uh, so you train every day or how many days a week are you training? Every single day, uh, especially before a fight, even Sundays, I try to do something. Uh, if I don't have a fight coming up, I just like Sundays, I like to do recovery stuff or just a walk or kind of sleep. Depends on how my body feels like. And recovery, like uh, when you have a recovery day, what do you usually do during a recovery day? So um, more like mobility stuff. So like okay. stretches say a yoga or let's say um, if a muscle is hurting kind of do some therapy to it or even icing you know it, it all depends on you know on, on the on the injury but yeah that's true do you have a you have a fight coming up soon or are you just uh, in between training camps right now I don't have any fight coming up I'm no. still waiting on whatever they call me it, is there like a a, a time frame that you prefer fighting like uh, every three months every four months or every five months anything like that it really depends on the body how you're feeling how you know but uh, I don't have a time frame I just like okay. want to train for now kind of focus to get better and then you know kind of yeah yeah I guess it does it does depend on the, how much recovery you need in between fights yeah and uh, we had we had talked about weight cutting before. How's how's the process of weight cutting for you? So um, I do work with a nutritionist. Okay. She she does my nutrition for months before a fight, 
Okay. I try always to keep, you know, lighter in weight, but I just, I'm just a big girl and gain weight, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I do try to lose the most with nutrition, with uh, months of work. And, of course, I, I cut the hydrate. I cut the rest of my, of my pounds during the week of the fight. And, during the, the last week of the fight? Yeah, the last week of the fight and the day of the weightings, I lose the, the few pounds I have left. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it is, it, a, it is a process. I mean, it's pretty hard to, you know, I mean, every fighter knows how difficult it is to, to dehydrate and to pass the body through that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and I've I've heard before that the weight cutting uh, for fighters is especially more difficult for women. Is that is that I mean, something? People say that. Um, I don't really know because I mean I, I don't know. But, uh, I think it does affect the hormones for sure. What I've seen in my body, the hormones for sure affects a lot. You know, depends if, for example, if you have your period or or you don't. Um, so it, it is kind of different, you know, the guys from the, from the women, but, um, I feel like, yeah, compared to my, my teammates, I just, uh, it's harder for me to lose weight. You know, I, I lose weight slower and, uh, yeah, I've heard other, other female fighters mention the same thing that it's harder for them to drop the pounds. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Definitely something. Yeah. So w- before you have a fight coming up, how, how far out do you start to really clean up your diet? I mean, I try to keep it very clean, to be honest. Oh, really? I like food. I like food, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, but but I'm not a type of person that you're going to see here, like, pizza or, you know, junk food. No. If you see, like, I, I like to eat. I like good food, but I enjoy it. So, like, cleaning is just, like, reducing the amount of how much I'm eating, basically. Um, yeah, three months or for even right now you know i a week after the fight i kind of enjoy a little bit of food i went out to eat with my family but right now i'm already like you know eating already like at home and having my meals uh done here so it's it's a process because you know i'm pretty big for the division i do try to keep it you know low low yeah um when you do want to eat some some food, some really good food, what what do you usually go for? What's your go to food? Well, to be honest, it really depends, but uh, I'm always down for. But this is not this is not I mean this is not terrible food of Mediterranean food. Huh. <laughs> it's my favorite. Like I I really enjoy every Mediterranean Turkish food. Feel like in my, I have something in my blood that maybe I don't know, family from there. <laughs> but I just, I just love it. I just really. Love it. So I Turkish eat. I, I eat a lot, to be honest. I eat a lot of, you know, I try to find good places that um have good um food like that kind of food. Yeah, you're in you're in Huntington Beach, right? Yes. Because I've been in Japan now for ten years, and the one thing that I crave the most now is Mexican food because we just don't have it here. You don't have it, yeah. No, I mean, there's like, there's a couple, but it's not, it's not Mexican, you know, real Mexican food. And, you know, I was born in Mexico. And so, you know, every day was my mom's home cooking and everything. So that's something I really miss is, uh, it's California home has day. a lot. Oh, I know. Yeah. Every, every time we go back to the States to visit and we're, we're in California, we're always eating Mexican food or once we get to my mom's house. For sure, exactly. they have a lot here. 
but I mean, Japan has amazing food. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah. yeah, they have really good fresh, good food, but it's it's uh, the portions are really small, mm-hmm. and I <laughs> I love to eat also, so. Yeah. It uh, usually doesn't fill me up, and it's pretty expensive. If you want good quality food, oh, it's, it's yeah, it's really expensive, especially beef over here. Beef, yeah. Yeah. Oh mm. yeah, you know what? I kind of eat everything, to be honest with you, and I kind of accommodate to to anything I have. I understand it could be hard, like in those countries, to find good uh, amount or let's say like in a cheaper price. Um, how long have you been in Huntington Beach? It's been um. Four years now. And four years. Yeah, January first, I came here like uh, four years ago. Oh, okay. And before that, where were you? I lived in Colombia. In Colombia. Yeah. How how From was Medellin. the? What's that? Medellin is the name of the city. Ah, okay. <laughs> how was the transition for you from going from from Colombia to to California? Uh well, to be honest, I was. In a pursuit of, of my dream, you know, I was trying to chase my, my goal. So mm. it was not a hard transition, to be honest. Yeah. Pretty natural and like felt like like I, I really had a purpose to be here. So I didn't feel the difference until the day I don't I don't feel I feel like it was meant to be. Was it a uh, so it sounds like it was a really easy choice for you to decide to uh, to come to the States. But how long was the process from the day you you wanted to do it to when it finally uh, realized it? Well, it took me six months because oh, okay. I, I, I finished school and then I took six months to decide what to do. And like in those six months was when I OK, I'm going to apply for a college here and I move there and see how it goes. So like. I mean, it took me less than six months, but it was those six months that I took the decision and, uh, and like, finally came, you know. Mm. So so you went to school in the States also? Yeah, I went to college. Yeah. Still now? Uh, I haven't done, I haven't finished, but okay. uh, I'm going to finish hopefully in um, the next semester. Because I wow. didn't register this one, so. Wow, so you're fighting and it's basically going to school. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're not enlisted now, but wow. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that pretty tough to juggle or, you know, growing up in, in Colombia, you probably had to do a lot of different things as well, right? Yeah, I mean, I always compare, like, people, like, fighters that have family, kids, you know, I think that's even harder. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I just go to true. school and you just have a couple hours there and that's it. So I don't think it's a challenge, but also I don't, not that I don't take it serious, but. I feel like college is just uh, extra knowledge for me. I don't want to, my, my career is this, my career is uh, fighting. So for me, it's not a, definitely not a, not a thing like, like I have to study because I need a degree. Definitely yeah. not. I'm really doing it because I enjoy studying other stuff. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. What, uh, what are you studying? Biology. Biology. Very different from from fighting, I know. <laughs> very very different. That's awesome, though. Yeah, I, lo- wow. I like it a lot. Is that is that something you're hoping to you know once you're you're fulfilled all your dreams and everything in fighting and and you're you can set that aside? Is biology something you would like to have for your future to work in or? Yeah, you know, I 
lot of people ask me like what do I want to do after fighting I don't really know how long we live in to be honest I don't know how <laughs> yeah. long I'm gonna be fighting I really enjoy biology I really liked it I remember in school I always was they had a lot of programs in 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 Colombia like with nature and uh, the biology part and I always was there you know I was always kind of the leader in those kind of stuff oh really so, yeah yeah I see myself definitely even before fighting I wanted to study medicine that was like my decision should I stay in Colombia and study uh, medicine or or I go to the states and and fight and I chose this but uh medicine was like my my other option wow that's uh that's amazing do, do you ever plan to maybe try to go back and study medicine or you think I never your life will be decided. I never yeah. like, studied medicine oh okay uh, I feel it's a I do feel it's a it's a career like it's gonna take a lot of time and I don't know how it works here but uh in Colombia like you had to go to the hospitals and uh do do like a like a like a practice kind of stuff from early part of the semester so if I couldn't go to train because I was gonna be in a hospital that was not gonna be an option for me oh know? okay for me it was yeah. like okay in this career I do have to you know I, I do have to to choose what I want you know it's not gonna be like yeah it's not gonna be like oh, I'm gonna just study medicine and I say no because it requires time yeah I, I it's the same here in the states you have to you have to go in into the hospitals and and do all the same things here so yeah it really takes a takes a lot of time because you know I mean yeah being a doctor that's uh Exactly. I mean, I'm not saying that biology and the other careers are not, but like, it's different. You know, my time in the lab, I can kind of choose, you know, my, my time in the lab. I don't have to be, unless I have a work, you know, but told you it's not my goal to be working right now with, with anything related to, to different from MMA. So, so what age did you start fighting or training for fighting? Uh, I was 15, almost turning 16. That's oh really? I, yeah, that's when I started not long ago. Well, I'm 20. 20 so, you're 22 now. 22 now, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, that's uh yeah, it's not very not long. Not a lot. Not not a lot. But uh yeah, I was I was that age and I just loved it since the first moment and never stopped training since I tried it. Huh. What what got you into the gym? What got you into training for fighting? So, I always I always train like in a normal gym like a like let's say uh LA fitness and those kind of lift weights and there was this coach that uh there was like a like a boxing class or MMA class or whatever class mm. and I tried it once I was like god oh, this is cool but like I I kept my life going you know I didn't really love it but I, it was the first contact I had with it you know and then uh my my trainer my regular trainer he was very nice guy. He always took me to try different sports. You know, we, we tried different things. And one, I remember it was like a Sunday. He tells me, hey, um, there's a new gym around. They, they opened uh, and they do like boxing and jujitsu. Do you want to go and try it out? I was like, yeah, I mean, let's go. Uh, I'm down for that. And uh, yeah, he, he we went there. We tried the class and I stayed. Next day I was in the morning at that gym and yeah. So thanks that to him, it. to be honest. Thanks to him. And he was a very, very good friend of mine, um, my trainer and, and good friend of mine. And like years, like two years after I started 
training more. I I was not competing yet, but like two years or something, he he got in a motorcycle accident. He oh, died. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah, he died. But uh, I think I think he will be very happy, you know. For oh, definitely, definitely. You know, because for I mean, if it wasn't for him, of course, it could happen many stuff. Maybe I will I'll be training for other reason. But yeah, he was the one who actually called me and took me to the gym you know so yeah he got you into that first that yeah. first class right yeah. oh wow yeah yeah so that's uh yeah I, i'm sure he would definitely be proud i mean you know you started in colombia now now you're in in california and definitely. in the ufc yeah he, he's part of the journey you know be grateful and to be honest i think i i never told this story because i mean everyone asks where do you start and i started you know but he was really the, the 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 first person that took me to this world, you know, and um, and I always always be grateful with him, you know, be, be grateful with what he did. Yeah, well, thanks thanks for sharing that. You know, you said you hadn't you hadn't mentioned that before, but really appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's always amazing, you know, when you can look back and uh, people that are you know, still here with us or have already passed and how they have influenced our lives. Um, I think I mentioned before that, you know, I have a lupus, an autoimmune disease. And when I was first diagnosed, uh, my my mother has rheumatoid arthritis and really bad rheumatoid arthritis. And her doctor that she went to for many years, you know, we became friends just because uh, we saw her so frequently. And then I owned a landscaping company and she became one of my clients. And when I was diagnosed with lupus, they told me, um, you have to see this doctor, but there's a three month waiting list. And, but I was really sick. So they said, you know, we're not sure what you're going to do. And they told me the doctor's name. And I said, well, can you call her and tell her who it's for? Uh-huh. And the doctor's like, well, it doesn't matter. There's a three month waiting list. And yeah. they called her and they told her, oh, this is for, you know, such and such. And she's like, yep, yeah, I'll see him tomorrow morning. And wow. that's, that saved my life. I mean, wow. I was, yeah, the doctors, yeah, when I got there, she said, your body's basically a time bomb. You could have died at any second. Wow. And, and uh, yeah, she passed away from cancer not too long ago. And, you know, yeah. if it wasn't for her, I don't know where I would be at right now. And It is little angels, little angels yeah. that, that people, that God, like, brings us, you know, and uh, I feel like you can be a purpose. You can be that angel to, to other people. Yes. I am a yes. true believer. And I feel like I don't believe on fame. I don't like that stuff. But I do yeah. feel like getting more exposure and getting all that stuff put eyes of the people on you. And, like, I feel you can give a good message to the people. Can You can kind of help people without really knowing that you're helping them. But you are you can actually be, be, be changing their lives. Yes. Yeah. That, well, that's exactly what I'm trying to do with, with this podcast and having, having you on and other guests that come on and share any, any things in their lives that uh, they've had to overcome. Yeah. So how about uh, any other obstacles in your life that you've had to overcome any hardship or anything like that, either back in Colombia or here in the States? I mean, um, I feel fighting is a, it's a really emotional game, you know? And, uh, because I don't know, for me, I feel like everyone has a different perspective about suffering. Everyone has a different perspective of, of, of something for me, leaving Colombia and leaving my family was not that hard to be honest, 
You know, oh, I really? I speak with them every single day. My family, and uh, thank God, you know, we have phones and 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 it's easy <laughs> communicating to, with yeah. them. But um, but yeah, you know, for me it was was not that hard that decision when I when mm. I t- it was not really that hard. So uh, it's more like the day by day. You know, you struggle with your own mind. You struggle, yes. You know, with with the problems that everyone has. It's not. You know, even money, let's say, or or even fighting with family members. You know, I feel yeah. that those are the small battles that change everything at the end of the day. Wow. That, that's true. That's very true. Um, yeah, and I can relate to, you know, moving away from your family, even though I, I did it when I was older. But, you know, coming to Japan, I have I have no family here, you know, my immediate family. Um, and I thought it was going to be a lot harder and it kind of, it kind of was saying goodbye, but once I got on the airplane and and I got here and life gets so busy, you don't forget, but you just get so busy in what you're doing. And like you said, you know, we, we can talk to them almost every day. Yeah, for sure. So. And, and one of the things I feel like you were saying, keeping busy, I feel like everything you do in life, it should be with a purpose. Yes. You know, and, and not just go around life like walking without sense because you know that's when the struggle comes because you yes. don't really know where you're walking you don't yep. even know why you're doing some stuff and it's, it's normal to to have those times too but i feel like it really makes it easier to 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 walk around with a purpose to for example make decisions to move to another country with a with something in mind you know i want this so how can i achieve it you know put put yourself some some goals you know i feel that that really helps a lot to to live life yeah that's true and yeah i I really agree with that and i think some something that people do is they'll set one goal and it's a long-term goal but once they achieve it they they don't have another plan after that yeah so you got to keep you know setting new goals and and uh, trying to reach new new things in life or else because once you just reach that goal then then what do you do then it's really easy to just get lost for sure and uh yeah. i kind of relate a lot what you're saying with uh, a feeling i have other thing i never told no one that but every time after a fight it's not i don't like to call it depression because i don't i don't really know and i respect a lot of people that have passed through that because I, I don't really know if it's that but I feel it's a it's a weird feeling you know even mm. after victories I I don't I I don't feel well after a fight like really? I, even I'm after a victory well. it's, it's a weird feeling it's like uh I'm not satisfied so so it makes me work harder but at the same time is it's like a emptiness kind of feeling you know so huh. uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird, but uh, after a fight, that always happens, you know, and that makes me work harder. But at the same time, it's a it's a feeling like you say, you cannot set just one goal and that's it. Life goes on, you know, and um, yeah, it's it's, it's the everyday goal thing that's going to make the difference. Wow, that's uh, even so even after a victory, you is it because, you know, your 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 professional record is eight and one, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've experienced victory so many more times and that one loss, was it the same feeling with the victories or was it a different feeling with the loss? Uh, With the loss, um, 
it was kind of the same. It, it did gave me a lot of uh, motivation to even work harder in aspects that I didn't saw I had to. But when I lost, uh, I had personal stuff going on that kind of solved after that after that loss. So I felt very good, to be honest with you. I really? Feel very good. I feel very good that that time when, not not because of the idea I lost the fight, but because I solved a lot of problems I had in my life in that moment. So yeah, I kind of you know, like I told you, it's a really emotional. Uh, like a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah, and and for me, every fight is like a I close a chapter of my life. That's why yeah. I always say you're gonna see a new new version of myself, a better ver- version of myself every time I fight. Because every time I fight, I try to be a better person. That's it. The, the Sabina everyone saw two weeks ago or something, it's gone. I closed gone. it in the fight. And yeah. I'm trying to work as a fighter and as a person. That's uh, so how, how do you think you, you're able to think this way, especially at, at 22? You know, most, most people at 22. I know when I was 22, I definitely wasn't thinking this way. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? made you to be able to think like this uh i don't know a lot of people tell me that i i'm mature to be 22 but uh i don't know i feel it's uh life experiences and maybe it's it's a lot of stuff you know maybe the country i was born uh family how they raised me even the sister i have an older sister she taught me a lot also um it's it's a mixture of a lot of stuff I, i feel like it's not only one thing I feel like uh, it's just a mixture of a bunch of stuff that kind of makes the difference. But um, and fighting, like I told you, I feel like martial arts give a lot of knowledge to to everyone, and I recommend to do that to everyone. Not not even competing. If you don't want to compete, yes. fine. But definitely, like martial arts, just show you. I mean, it's it's a different thing. It's you learn from yourself like a lot. Yeah, that's one thing, especially being here in Japan. My my oldest son, uh, he does Kyokushin karate, yeah. and uh, that that really teaches them discipline and you know how to defend yourself. Um, but once you know that, you almost don't even want to use it. Yeah. You know, I, I hear a lot of people say like people that really know how to fight almost never fight. Yeah. So it's mostly just to to build self-confidence and to know that you can defend yourself if something really happens exactly yeah that's true siblings uh siblings really can teach us a lot i have uh five older brothers and i I learned a lot from them but unfortunately when i was younger i kind of took i kind of took a lot of not the bad not like they did bad things but i i kind of went more towards the um taking like having fun and things like that instead of the hard work ethic and and being responsible that that really didn't kick in until I got older uh, Mm -hmm. that I started really realizing like wow I was getting the wrong I was I was taking in the wrong kind of energy from them yeah so but now I really appreciate all the things that I've learned from them uh, you know when I was growing up for sure for sure you have just one older sister yeah only one it's five years older than me five years yeah but we're, we're very, uh, very, very different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're we're six 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 brothers, and wow. we're uh, ten years ten years difference from oldest to youngest. Wow. Yeah. That so crazy. Yeah, it was it was definitely fun growing up. That's for sure. for sure. So, how did you end up at uh, King's MMA? How did you choose the gym? 
So uh, my coach from Colombia used to train with uh, Master Rafael in, in Brazil in the times of the Truth the Box. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so he kind of told me, hey, this is one of the best gyms. And uh, I mean, it kind of adapts to your style. And I didn't thought twice, you know. I was like, okay, let's go there and let's try. Maybe Brazil or here, but, you know, I kind of knew English. And, oh, okay. Let's go there. Oh, so you were you were thinking about either going to Brazil or to yeah, the States. Yeah, or to the States. But also Master was here, so I was like, let's just go to the, the, the legend. So, yeah. Any any plans to go back to visit Colombia? Uh, well, not yet. My mom... I mean, I'm going to Miami, visit my, my sister lives there. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, no plans to Colombia right now. I, I mean, I love my country and I love yes, going there. Yes, of course. But I don't know, in this moment of, of my life, I don't feel like I need to be there in this moment, yeah. Well, you got a lot going on and especially for fighting, you know, yeah. you always got to be training and, and learning yeah. new things. and. Exactly, yeah, so... No, might I, might be hard to control your uh, your diet too over there with all the yeah. all the home cooking yeah. and everything. But for some reason, every time I go there, I eat way more and I don't gain weight. Don't ask me why. I think it's the food. Oh they really? Have something, but I don't. It's weird. I eat way more and like I don't gain weight. So yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not about that. Yeah, for me, every time I go back to the states, you know, we usually go uh, two or three weeks each time. Yeah. I'll come back. I'll come back easy, five, six pounds heavier. But I'm still going to the gym when I'm in the states. You know, at least five times a week. Yeah, and you still, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's something in the food here, to be honest with you, because it's weird. I I eat way, way more in Colombia. In Colombia. And, and my weight, or stays the same, or uh, like, no, I don't gain weight. No change. No change. I think well, definitely part of it for me is when I go back. Here in Japan, hamburgers are so small, yeah, and they're really, really healthy. So it doesn't even taste like a hamburger to me. Yeah. So once we go back home, it's a hamburger for lunch, hamburger for dinners, uh -huh. pizza, Mexican food. There you go. Panda Express, all that, all that good stuff. There you go. <laughs> so if, where would be if you you know fighting in in all all of your fights have been in the states, right? No, I did one in Colombia, one in Costa Rica, and the rest here. Oh, okay. Pro pro fights in Colombia and Costa Rica? Yeah, my first pro fight. Was oh, okay. So what other country would, would you like to fight in? Brazil. In that's Brazil. My, yeah, that's my, my one of my dreams. I mean, many other countries, but Brazil for sure is, is one in my, in my head. To go and fight, definitely. Yeah. So... All right. Really appreciate your time. Oh, thank you. Thank you very I much. Yes. It. Sorry about the time, but I do have a lot, a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, no problem. I really appreciate it. So we'll look, uh, we'll look forward to your upcoming fight for sure. Yeah. And right. the next one, we can do maybe another one before the fight. Yeah, definitely. That'd be great. All right. Thank Talk you. to you later. Thanks. Bye. Bye.